welcome to Ask Me About K-Pop, the essential guide for recent converts and seasoned fans alike. My name is Shannon. And I'm Angelica. And welcome to the show. Can you believe it? We have another concert recap episode for you. It's so insane how many of these we've done <laughs> lately. I, I've never been to this many concerts in my life in such a <laughs> short period of time. And I, the other day I was like, I'm giving myself tinnitus. Like, <laughs> I need to, I got to get myself those, he- those earbuds that you have. Yeah. They've really been coming in clutch. Like mm-hmm. I love my earplugs. Um, but anyway, we were so graciously invited by Abyss to go see Sunmi on yes. her second world tour at her stop in Los Angeles. And it was such a treat. Yeah, it was so incredible. We were initially invited um, to speak with her in New York, but because we're based in LA, we didn't we weren't able to do that. So they extended the invitation to go to the show, which was at the Wiltern. Um, this is a really beautiful, like old theater in LA, like right in, in Koreatown. Um, and we, it was great. We had really excellent seats. Um, the way that the Wiltern is set up is that it has like, they do general admission on the floor and then it has a big balcony, like mezzanine. So that's where we were. We were in the first section of the mezzanine. Um, and it was incredible. The tour is called good girl gone mad. Um, and yeah, I think that she's about in the middle of it. Like kind we of right were at the towards beginning. the end, actually it's a 16 stop oh, tour okay. and we were at the 13th show. Great. There's only a couple more left. Okay. Wonderful. So we were near the end, but she was still bringing it after being around the world oh for God. so many stops. Cause she started in Europe and like it's mm-hmm. been all over the place. And the last show will be in Seoul in a couple of days, I think. Great. Fantastic. Um, yeah. So we'll do what we do and tell you all about the concert and recap it from, from, from the, the beginning. beginning. Um, yeah. So we showed up at the, uh, showed up at the theater, had to like find our little staff person. <laughs> um, and when we got in, we weren't quite sure where our seats were um but we were able to find them pretty easily and I was sitting on the like right side of the stage and in the first row of the mezzanine so I was like right up against the little wall um and there were like I said standing room on the floor for the general admission and then two like a the balcony had two levels um so we were in the first level and then there were I noticed that there were a few there were like two sections on the ground that had almost like a little VIP setup where that was like blocked off from mm, the standing mm. room only. And they had those chairs had like tables, like little bar tables. Um, and it was, the floor was absolutely packed, like all the way to the back, it seemed. Um, and the mezzanine was very full as well. So I don't know if it was completely sold out, but it was a very full house. Yeah. Um, and I had an incredible view. I thought it was perfect. Yeah. I was a little more towards the center and just one row back. Um, so I could also see incredibly well and there was nobody sitting next to me the whole time. So I had an empty seat, but I did hurt my old lady back like very (laughs) badly. Like I'm still in pain today because there was nobody to the left of me, but there was somebody to the right of me. So I was like cheating very far to the left and like (laughs) twisted to like write my notes and try to be like out of their space. And like a few songs in, I like moved and was like, Oh no, my back. I've done something terrible, Um, but it was great. And like, yeah, very big, full crowd. Um, Definitely like skewed more male than Mm. probably more of the concerts that we go to. But I also thought it was a nice like relief 
after people being so, 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 so dressed up for twice that there was a lot more jeans and t-shirt. Yeah, more casual casual. (laughs) (laughs) So that was fun. Yes. I was sitting next to a mother-daughter who spoke only Spanish, but the mother, like, but the daughter was incredibly excited. She was, like, bouncing in her seat the whole time. But the mom knew every fucking word. (laughs) Like, she was also a huge Sunmi fan. And then there were three people, like, in 20-something Asian people like two guys and a girl sitting next to me on the other side and I heard one of them say that it was their first K-pop concert Um, yeah like one of the guys was like oh we're bringing them for their first K-pop concert and the guys kind of seemed to just be like sitting back and like enjoying the show but the girl sitting next to me was like leaned all the way up I saw her every time I looked down to see if I could see you I could just see the girl next to you like leaned all the way over the (laughs) wall she was having a great time I actually think she got a little bit I saw her like look at me a few times when I was singing I was like I'm sorry if I'm singing too loud but whenever I have my mask on in the concert I'm like no one can hear me right (laughs) but you can yeah um but yeah so Um, before the show started and everybody was sitting down because it is like a smaller venue and it wasn't like a big stadium show the stage setup was much more simple than some of the other world tours we've seen it just had one huge screen set up in the back Uh, and then there was no kind of like there were no risers there was nothing that got brought onto the stage to build it up even more Um, and it started with like a like a watery background and just the tour name good girl gone mad um, for for the beginning yeah and they like turned the lights down and played pora pipam over the like loudspeakers and everybody was singing and stuff and then I thought I heard people on the floor doing fan chants and I got really excited I was like oh boy does this crowd know fan chants like that will be very fun if they do um but yeah this I was already this concert was hard for me because my band is recording a new single tomorrow so I could not (laughs) make noise during this concert I could not scream I had to just clap and like it was immediately apparent that that was going to be very, very difficult, but I was really good and I didn't do it, but like, Oh my God, it was so hard to not be able to scream. I screamed so much. (laughs) There were some parts after the show, Shannon was like, I think I heard you screaming. And I was like, probably because I waited for everybody to get quiet. And then I said, (laughs) (laughs) so I'm a little hoarse today, but that's okay. Um, I also noticed before the show started that someone on the crowd, because there were a few people who had light sticks um, in the floor, and one person had a twice bong, which I was like, that's not correct, (laughs) (laughs) but whatever. Uh, He seemed to have a great time. And so then once the show started, we got, like, the lights went down, and we got these, like, red lights, like, firing everywhere all over the crowd and like big sirens to open it and then we had a little bit of a vcr with like loud ambient sound and shattering and glass sh- yeah and like sirens in the this background. was when i was like oh shit i don't have my earplugs in yeah. like as soon as this started i was like all right concerts are loud and i like quickly <laughs> had to go like pop my earplugs in Uh, And there was, like, black and white, like, flashy footage of the names of the cities that she had been to and, like, close-ups of her. And then big title cards that said, good girl gone mad. Um, And then Sunmi and four female dancers came out. uh, And Sunmi was wearing this, like, red short dress that had, like, pink frills attached to it. So it had, like, flowy things, like, coming off of it. And she had, like, high black boots And the dancers were wearing like silver 
mini dresses with they were like shorter sequin dresses yeah like yeah. sequin silver sparkly things with like shorter like ankle black boots and they started with siren uh and somebody came out she did it with a hand mic and they did like the full choreo uh even the part with like the little bars um like the boy so she had four female dancers and two male dancers with her for this tour and so the boys came out to like hold out the bars and she said like la makes some noise and then like they do the whole cage dance it was great and that's when i wrote in all caps oh my fucking god hot boy is here and like i, I won't say i was as excited to see him as i was to see on me but it was very exciting to see, to him, see him after like <laughs> obsessing over him for years and years and it was like he is Sanmi's dancer. And yeah. like, it wouldn't be the same if he wasn't there. So I was so fucking excited yeah. that he was there. It's funny because I, I must have been just like so laser focused on Sunmi for the first two songs because I literally have in my note on the second song no sign of Hot Boy yet because I didn't even recognize <laughs> I was like not even registering like who was in front of me and then later on I was like wait just kidding Hot Boy has been here the whole time like of course she would never tour without him like what was I thinking uh, but so then the second song, they went from Siren straight into La La Lay. Uh, and the two boys came out to be the furniture for her to like sit on at the beginning. Yes, my first note is, yes, you sit on that man. <laughs> because that's what I wanted to scream. But again, I could yep. not make a sound. <laughs> so I was just, I brought, I actually brought a book and a pencil for this so that I wouldn't be like depending on, on my phone to not die. So I was like scribbling furiously instead of yelling. <laughs> um, and I also noted for La La Lay, cause I thought it was fun that Sunmi did the like flight announcement part, like yes. live into her mic. It like wasn't on the track. She like did the ladies and gentlemen part. And yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. wow, this is so fun. That was great. And she, I wrote that she didn't do a lot of the verse choreo. Like she would always join her dancers for the chorus but she spent a lot of the verses. I wrote being slutty for the crowd. But what that means mm. is just like playing to the crowd. And like she would like come to the edge of the stage and like squat down and like sing right in their faces. Um, and the dancers would follow her wherever she went, which I thought was really cool. Like so if she walked over to one side of the stage, like they would follow her and continue to do the choreo behind. Um, and the background was like a big spider web that had butterflies all over it, like trapped in it. And then the middle of the spider web was just Sunmi's mouth, like the ro <laughs> like the Rocky Horror lips, yeah. like in the middle. Um, and after La La Lay, we got our first mint. Um, so this is where Sunmi said hello to everybody. And unlike essentially every concert we've ever seen. So me did not have a voice of God translator. She spoke in English almost the entire time. Um, and she never needed or had anybody translate anything that she said in Korean. She just like spoke English for most of it. Um, and she said that she'd missed us all so much and she was really happy to meet with us again. She said Sunmi is finally back, but that she was nervous to perform again because it had been three years. Uh, and the crowd like started chanting. There was a mid like point. a break for a Sunmi, 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 Sunmi. And then she uh, looked up at the balcony and she said, hello up there. And she like greeted all of us. And then she asked if anybody in the crowd spoke Korean. In and a, Korean. Yeah. And a bunch of people like cheered. So then she said a greeting like in Korean. Um, and then she switched back to English and she said, 
The fact that we're sharing the same moment and space makes me so happy. I feel alive again. Um, the start of the concert, like the first few songs were all about energy and like, I can feel you here with me. So let's enjoy tonight. And she talked a little bit about how the title of the tour, Good Girl Gone Mad, she said that she had thought about her discography over the years and that that sentence seemed to be the best description of what she had put out so far. Um, and she wanted to solidify the color of the artist, Sunmi. And she said she couldn't wait to hear our voices for the next song and went into Porapipam. Um, my only note for Porapipam is that uh, earlier in the song, she has like a little sexy moment with Hot Boy. They do like a fake out, like make out, make out yeah. thing. And the whole crowd went like, woo, woo, woo. And then in the second verse, she did a little like move with the other boy and nobody like there was less woos and he literally shrugged. Like, <laughs> I know I'm not the one you want to see like doing this. And I just like thought it was very funny. That's hilarious. I didn't even <laughs> notice that. That's so funny. Um, yeah, she had like a trippy, like geometric, abstract, like VCR behind her. Um, but that's my, this is where my note was like, oh, of course, Hot Boy's been here the whole time. Um, so that's, that's my main note for Bora Pipam is that he was in fact there. Um, and then we went into Sunny and Sunny started without anything playing behind. Like it was just a black screen with them, like si with her singing. And then there was a flower field that was underwater like a <laughs> I don't know but like looked like a meadow of flowers but like instead of being sky it was like on the bottom of the sea um and my only note for Sunny is I love hot boys so much <laughs> uh yeah so I had to I had to stifle the my scream the hardest because this is probably my favorite Sunny song like maybe ever I'm obsessed with Sunny mm -hmm. I love it so much so I was really excited that she was doing it so I immediately like took a video of it because to send to you song because you song and I both really like this song. And he always thought that in the second verse, when she says little turtle, that she was saying Ninja turtle. Yes. So I specifically recorded that part and I was like, Ninja turtle live. <laughs> and then the note that I wrote after her and hot boy had some moment is it would literally be the greatest love story in all of K-pop if they ever just decided, decided to, get to get together. together. Because, yeah. like, the chemistry is off the charts, and they've been together for, like, so long, and yeah. he's, like, always, like, the boy in all our dances. And, like, if they were in love for real, like, oh, my God, it would be so magical. It really would. It would be <laughs> great. And we have talked about how idols date their backup dancers. Like, they're always around. But even if they're just besties, I love them together. They're so cute. They're so cute. Um, and then we got another chat. Um, so me did this was fun because like we didn't say this at the top but we've never seen a solo artist world tour. no like, we've never seen a solo artist in concert and so we were curious to see how that would change um like kind of the overall concert format I guess right. and one thing I noticed was that she talked a lot like I'm way more than a group would do um so after these two songs she talked about how these songs were full of summer vibes and the fan cheers that were present like made the stage seem so much more full. Um, the crowd started cheering at this point and she got like a little bit overwhelmed. It was really sweet. She like didn't know what to do. At this point, I have a note that says one person in the balcony is hella loud. Uh, I wrote, is that Angelica screaming? Because it was coming from your section and from, I couldn't like, right tell. Behind me. It was not me. <laughs> But there was a woman in my section who would, like, at any moment of silence, scream <laughs> bloody murder. 
Um, like specific phrases, not just like an ah. Uh, but anyway, Sunmi said, are you ready for fun? Are you sure? And then she introduced the next song and said, sing along if you can. And that took us into Black Pearl. Um, and at this point, uh, somebody brought out a mic stand for her and it was just her on stage. There was a video of like a Black Pearl with these like rotating Saturn rings behind her. Um, and my main note is just that she sounds literally perfect. Like her voice was flawless throughout the entire show. Um, she moved her mic stand with her to all sides of the stage. She didn't just stay in the middle. Um, and my note is that she worked the crowd so fucking well. That's like, what I yeah. My my note is she, that she kept doing this very cheeky skirt lift. Yeah, like her dress was already very short, but she kept like lifting it a mm -hmm. little bit. And I wrote like, "Holy shit, she is working this crowd, and they yeah. are going nuts." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, she was. I, it's. It was really fun to see somebody be able to own the stage all by themselves. Um, that was really cool because that's something I think that's interesting with solo artists is that they have to be there all by themselves. And like sometimes to see her do certain numbers without any backup dancers was fun. Right. I didn't really know if that's what we would get, but it was cool to see her just like own it all on her own. Um, so after, Nar uh, no, excuse me, after Black Pearl, we got Narcissism, um, which is a black uh, B-side off of the um, You Can't Sit With Us album. And we had a new background. There was like a vine-covered mask underwater, and she asked us to clap along. Um, and this is where I have notes where she pulls up her dress and deep squats for the crowd <laughs> because she kept doing that. Um, and she like took the mic off of the stand at this point to like play more with the with the crowd. Um, she loved being on the edge of the stage, which was really cool. She got like right up close, and the pit, like the main the like front of the standing room was like a foot away from the stage. So like she got real close to those people that were right at the front. Um, and so she, narcissism, she also did just by herself. And then we went into borderline and for borderline, two of the female dancers came out and the three of them did a little bit of choreo. Um, and there was like a black and white video of sun me and like abstract shapes playing in the background while the three of them went through this song. My notes for Borderline were just that the dancers were working so hard. Yeah. And, like, because I think I, during this song, because Sunmi was, like, up at the front, like, really playing to the people in the front, I was just watching the girls mm -hmm. who were, like, dancing so hard in the back. And I just wanted to give them a moment of my eyes because yeah, yeah, yeah. They, were, they were working so hard back there. They were dancing hard. And it was cool to see, like, because of the size of the theater and our vantage point of being above the stage... It was like I could see the dancers so clearly Absolutely. that it was like you wanted to watch totally. them. They didn't feel like extra pieces. Mm -hmm. It was like this is part of the whole performance. Yeah. You have to take it all in. A hundred percent. And there was like a funny choreo moment where the dancers like tangled their hands in her hair. <laughs> didn't you have a note about I that? I thought I had a note about it. I wonder if I missed it. I remember it. we talked about it afterward, but I'm pretty sure it was in Borderline when that happened. Yes. Um, but anyway, so after Borderline, the Sun Me and the three dancer or the two dancers like scampered off stage in the dark and we got our first VCR, which was really more of like a short film as opposed to It was called to Distorted Parentheses, parentheses Film. film. <laughs> uh, and we got like it started with like weird melty colors of like orange and blue, and you could see like the film strip on the side. And it was just like an art house film. There was like a shot of like a hand in grass and like Sun Me looking through the blinds. 
And there was a voiceover in Korean of Sunmi speaking. Um, and there were subtitles at the top the whole time. Um, and it was like, she was running through the rain. There was like a film projector. There was a shot of a goose. Sunmi looking at negatives. And then I have a note that says, oh my God, these forest shots and under the sheets moments are literally my fantasy co-ed concept. Sunmi, I love you. You get me. <laughs> <laughs> but I, for this one, I didn't write down any of the... The only thing I wrote is the last line of it, which was someone is coming in. But I didn't write down like what the narration was. I, I was like trying to take notes of the visuals and I just didn't. I don't know what the what it was. I about. took a video of the entire thing and I thought that at some point last night when I was transcribing my pencil notes to typed notes that I would go type it out, but I didn't. But it it was just like poetry. Yeah, or it was whatever. poetry setting a tone. Um, and so after that little film, then we got Gotta Go. And this is a single that was from 2020 that was released as an OST for a web series called XX. Uh, and so now we have the dancers are in new outfits. They're wearing these like gray mini dresses that had like spaghetti strap tops. And then they could, you could like see their white bras underneath. And then the skirts were like short skirts that were like that tattered. Yeah. yeah. Like tattered that like used to be cool in like the early two thousands. Um, and they were like gray, uh, and they had white short boots and then the, the, to go with their like white sports bras and white shorts. And I personally thought these outfits were really ugly, yeah. but that's fine. <laughs> Sunmi looked beautiful. She came out in a gold nude sparkly mini dress with knee high white boots. I love that she wore just like flat boots the whole time. Um, and she again had a hand mic. She did the full choreo, um, but Sunmi played to the crowd for the verses again. Um, and the boys came out and they were wearing gray cargo pants and like big white short sleeve button ups. Um, and the background of this had the lyrics. It was like it a was like, like a trippy lyric video. Yeah, it was like red and black, and the lyrics were in both English and Hangul. Um, and I, it was a little chaotic because it was like big banners. Like mm -hmm. it would be the same lyric repeated like twenty five times, yeah. like zipping past each other. So it wasn't just like full yeah blocks of the lyrics. They were like almost like design tape, like yeah, layered yeah, yeah, over. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we went immediately into call. Uh, and the girls left, and it was just the two boys on stage. Um, and I wrote that the dancers take turns. I don't know what that means. Probably take turns. I being think it like was the that, boy that does. Stuff I think with it her. was that know. the boys started and then left, and then the girls came in for the chorus oh, or something. Yes, that must be because what, I, what meant. I wrote down is there was a point where her and the girls were doing like floor choreo, and they had changed the stage lighting so that it was very shadowy. And when the dancer girls were on the floor, I noticed the bunching around their knees that they were wearing like Hooters tights. Oh, like they were not bare legged. They That's had funny. tights like on and you could colored. Tights. Yeah. And you could only tell at that one moment when the lighting changed and that their like knees were bent on the ground. I was like, Oh, they all have tights on. And I wrote it down. That's funny. I didn't even notice. <laughs> Um, but I did have a note that when the, when the mute, so that song ended with the lights going completely down and when it ended, like at the end of the stage, the dancers split, like three went to the left and three went to the right. And as soon as the lights went down, the three that went to the left, like scampered across the stage <laughs> to like go back to the other side. Um, and then we got another ment. So she talked to us again. 
she asked if we were enjoying the concert and she talked about the preparation. She said that um, while she was preparing for the tour, she felt that songs, that her songs are really colorful. Um, and she said that music is a channel for me to express and talk about myself and that these songs have everything about me in them so you can feel closer to me through them. Um, she said that this moment was an inspiration for her. And then she said, oh, and my outfit changed. Do you like it? <laughs> I thought that was really cute, like an afterthought, like, oh, and also I changed clothes. Um, and she said that she had prepared every detail um, because it had been a really long time, but not just the performance. Like she, I think that's where she was saying, like why she brought up the outfit of like, I thought about every single detail for this um, because she didn't want to just have a performance. She wanted to show her real self and like the different sides of her. So she put a lot of effort into it. And then she asked if we liked the video and the film. Um, and she said, I want you to know that I wanted to be free from distorted views and portray my honest views. We still have a lot of performances, so I hope you enjoy listening to my story. And then there was a moment during this meant that I wrote down, like, we obviously missed it because of how high we were. But there was at some point at this meant where she literally, like, stopped and went to the edge of the stage and was like, somebody a few people back was, like, telling her something. Like, she had, like, a mm. moment with, like, a person. And they oh, like told cute. her something and then she like got back up or whatever. But I was like, oh, I wonder what that was about. Oh, like, I don't know. She I took a moment for like someone to tell her something. And cute. I was like, that was cute. Cute. So then we went into one sixth. Um, this is another recent B-side. Uh, and the mic stand got brought back out. And we had a like VCR of the moon because one sixth is about how... Uh, it's about like your the gravity on the moon is one sixth of what it is on Earth, I think. So the VCR was a moon in black and white, and then Sun Me was like in the moon, like singing. Um, and I noticed at this point that to the right of me there were people that had got gotten up to be able to dance on the stairs because nobody in the balcony stood up. Like everybody, this was the only concert I have ever sat all the way through. But it was nice because we could see. So I oh, imagine yeah. everyone could see perfectly, which is why we were all like, let's all let's just, sit. just sit. Yeah. <laughs> um, because nobody, nobody stood up. I was like bouncing and dancing in my chair. Um, just like the girl next to me. But, uh, the, but I thought it was cute that people got up to dance. Um, and then she crouched down at the edge uh, for to sing to the crowd as well. And when she crouched down at the edge, she went straight into childhood, which is the B-side for heartburn. Um, and she just sat on the edge of the stage and held the mic and just sang it from there, um, which was really cool. I loved, I loved that moment. It was just like a simple spotlight, her alone on the edge of the stage. And that's what, I love that song. My only note for this section, and it's it's fine. It was just an observation. I, this is we just tell you what these concerts are like. But I observed when I was like scanning the crowd that like quite a few people did have Sun Me light sticks, but in a way I've never seen at a concert, nobody was like moving oh, them. Yeah, yeah. Like there's usually like a like swinging a hammer kind of motion, mm -hmm. or at least like swaying them yeah, side yeah, to yeah. side Something but it was like beat. everyone was just holding them like very close <laughs> to their chests and probably just staring in awe at her probably. but I was like none of the light sticks are moving it was like everyone no. was just clutching them well I, I can only <laughs> imagine like I because even after the show like I almost had like a bittersweet feeling about it because I love Sunmi like she's I think my favorite solo artist and I almost was like 
I don't want to, I mean, it was a little bittersweet just because I had to like, we were there, we were invited as guests for the show. So like I had to take really diligent notes and I like made sure to get like little clips of as much of the, what as I can. But usually I'm not a person who's on my phone during a concert. Like I don't take pictures. I don't take videos. Like I just watched the show and I felt a little bit like sad that I couldn't just like lean forward like the girl next to me and just like heart Take eyes that sun me yeah. the entire time. So I can only imagine that the people who were on the floor right in front of her, like if I was there, yeah, I would have just been like still and yeah. like staring and like not even, I would have forgotten I was even holding a light stick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but so after her childhood, she got up and she talked to us again. Um, and she said that she was so happy to show us what she, what she finally wanted to show us, um, but that she was quickly going to move on to the next one to do something that Miane had been dreaming about. Uh, and she was like, are you curious? And then a bass got brought out. Uh, so she still had her mic stand in the middle of the stage and she had a pearl aqua bass mm -hmm. and bass cord. Mm -hmm. So a guy came out and gave her her bass and plugged her in. Um, and she took a moment to tune it, which was fun. And then she played What the Flower, which is I was so my excited favorite. for you. That's my number one favorite Sunmi song. And she did it on a Pearl Aqua bass, standing alone on stage with a mic stand. Can you believe it? I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. It was so good. It was so good. Um, and she went straight into, uh, she went straight from What the Flower to Noir. And it was a much more like rock version of yeah. Noir to like mm -hmm. go along with the live bass playing. It yeah. was like definitely a more... It was a rockier version. Yeah, totally. And she and she was like, you know this song, right? And then the background was just video of because there were there had to have been like a camera that was on her, like playing, like whatever. And that's the feed that yeah, was yeah, on, yeah. The, on the screen. But it was like a split screen of her three times and like red, purple, and blue. Um, and then she did a bass solo like halfway through the song. Um, and I just have it in all caps, bass solos on me with like a thousand <laughs> crying emojis. Um, and then she talked to us again. So like I said, she talked a lot. Um, she asked how it was. She said, do you like me playing the bass? And she said, I'm not a professional bassist, but I did my best. I tried my best uh, to prepare this special performance. And she said that playing, a ba playing the bass was a big challenge for her because it's confusing to sing and play at the same time. So she did a little demonstration. Yes. So she she like, like, took a her a second to like, doom, doom, doom. And then she like did a little part like of what the flower yeah. with her bass or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I just wrote like, she is so effing cute. She's trying so hard. This is so great. I love it. I love it. Yeah. It was so cute. And she goes, this is why most people don't sing while playing the bass. <laughs> um, but she said that she wanted to focus on the moment right now. So she handed off the bass and the mic stand and switched to her uh, hand mic, took a little water break and then said, we still have lots of things to do, but what I really want to do with Miane is a third world tour. Can we make that happen? Are you going to come back? And everybody screamed, yes, of course, of course we will. And she said, okay, let's make today cool as well. The next song is the most whistly release, you know? And then she got the crowd to sing along a little bit. And then she looked at us and she said, you guys can do better than that. And then she had us sing it multiple times. And I wrote in all caps, she is unhappy. Yeah. I think it's okay. <laughs> like, it seems like everybody was singing, but she was like not having no. it. And after the third time, she just went close. Yes. And then moved on. She was never satisfied. <laughs> she made us do it three times and she was not happy with it. But she was like, fine, I guess I'll just sing this myself. <laughs> 
So then we got heartburn. Um, and they did bring out the big The giant props. fans. I loved that. I thought that was so fun. Um, so the dancers are in the same gray outfits. Uh, and there was like back, the background video was just like close-ups of Sunmi with kind of like a reddish filter. There was never just straight video of her. Like it was always colored or distorted or in black and white or like in some kind of image it was always a little fancy yeah yeah yeah, a little fancier than just like the direct feed from the camera um and she even did the whole like rope choreo part like all everything about heartburn she did like to a t and it was fantastic uh and then my next note is that we got our second vcr which was called moulin rouge um, and this one had like blurry dice and a projector. It was another art house film. I actually did get write down some of the, the text of this. It was another like same style voiceover in Korean with English subtitles. And there was like a lot of footage of flowers and Sunmi. Um, and it said, a girl gave me a flower. I put it in a vase. And then letters and water can't be erased. And then there were like birds chirping and like footage of Sunmi and nature. Girls that can't be erased approach me. A girl you don't know gave you a flower. Uh, and then, so that was another little art house film, very poetic, very fancy. Um, and then we got 24 Hours, which was quite a throwback. Um, and we have new outfits this time. Sunmi came out in like a white mini dress with black bra straps and like a little thigh slit. Um, and she had like black thigh high tights on with ankle boots. And the girls were in like strap, they were in like strappy, like one pieces, like, it, was, it looked like a jumpsuit where, like, it was all, like, one piece. And it was long pants, but the torso had, like, a, a lot of cutouts and, and then straps. a lot of, like, side cutouts. Um, and the boys were just in black tanks that had, like, been, like, T-shirts that had been cut to, like, show their whole sides and, like, black pants. So very simple outfits for the boys. Um, and yeah, she just did, she did 24 hours. Did you have any notes? For I that missed one? all of this. Oh, you went to the bathroom. I went to the bathroom during the Moulin Rouge VCR and I'm usually so good at this, but I realize it's because lately we've been going to like stadium concerts where there are 30 toilets in the bathroom. So if I just start running when the VCR starts, I'm always back before the next song, but there were only three stalls up on the balcony bathrooms and the line got so long and I was like, Oh, I'm <laughs> and I was so upset, but like, I would, I wasn't going to make it. I wasn't going to make it. Yeah. But I came back in the middle of, I think the next song. Yes. And the next song was, Oh, sorry. Yeah. Uh, which is another single that she recently released. And I think that it was like a commercial or something, but it's oh. a catchy song. Um, and there was a one point where like the dancers were there and like this song has choreo, but at one point the two boy dancers held up like a black sheet and there was a um, light that came on like behind her and she did like a little like silhouette dance. Mm -hmm. uh, and then she like played to the crowd while the dancers did the choreo behind her. And we went straight from Osaria into tail. And my note is I'm gonna die. And then also that she didn't sit on hot boy, why? Because for my favorite part of that song is when all of the dancers are there and she uses Hot Boy as a chair and it's the line where she says, I'm not much of a drinker. Um, 
I can't remember how the rest of it goes. I'm not much of a drinker. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Uh, but I'm a dream girl. Yeah. But I'm a dream girl. That's what it was. That's my favorite line. And she usually does it sitting on him and then like goes and jumps on him and does the little ha ha like on his thighs. And he was not her chair. She just sat on a regular a chair. Real and chair. I was like, excuse me, get back out here, human furniture. But whatever. It's fine. I love that song. <laughs> it was so good. Yeah. My only note was just like, oh my God, this is so good in person. I can't believe I'm seeing this. Like again, yes. the balcony view of the part where the girls all line up and they do the tail, <gasps> the, tail. the tail shakes, like getting to see all of it. I was like, yeah. this is the best. It was so good. I was, uh, literally started melting at the very beginning when she was crawling through all of them and like lay it down on the floor. It was so good. It was so good. Um, and then she talked to us again. Um, and she said that each and every song was special to her. So she hoped that it was a good gift, especially tail. Um, she said that this tour was a challenge, but that you guys filled the final piece. Thank you so much. Um, and then she spent some time like thanking the crowd. Like you mean everything to me. This moment right now is so meaningful. It's like a dream. I want each of you to know that you're my biggest inspiration and then she said that it had been 16 years since her debut, and she asked the crowd if we liked the Wonder Girls, and everybody if we screamed. missed the Wonder Girls. Oh, if we missed specifically. them. Specifically. Oh, I just read that we, do you like them? But yes, we do miss them. Um, and then she said that she, it had been 10 years since she debuted as a solo artist, and I wrote that she said, we've done a good job. <laughs> um, but she said, every moment was sincere, and nothing came easily. If I was a 100-meter runner before, I think I changed to a marathon runner i'll cross the finish line eventually and all of you will please be by my side are you with me thank you so much let's meet i love you let's meet again and then asked again if we would come for a third world tour are you sure and people started cheering and chanting and she said now it's time to say goodbye and she wanted to thank miane for being here so please enjoy the last performance and she said i'm not going to lie let's meet again promise and then she spoke a little bit in korean and she said, I love you so much, LA, yours truly, Sunmi. And I thought it was really cute that she had like signed off on mm -hmm. it. Um, and we got heroin. So the two boys brought out a chair um, and they did like most of the main choreo. And then it ended with Sunmi alone on stage. Uh, did you have any other notes for heroin? Um, before heroin started, I wrote, it's 828, way to do a school night concert, Sunmi. Yes. I was so excited that it was already only 830 and it was like, oh, it's almost over. Like, all right. Yeah. The um, show started like promptly at, at seven. seven too, which was great. Um, and that because it was a Monday night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and my heroin note was just that everyone was singing so loud. Like, yeah. I feel like that was the song that people were like singing the loudest because those hey, yeah, yes yeah, are yeah, yeah. so fun to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she let the crowd sing a lot of that. Like, I have a video of, of her just like giving the crowd or the mic. Um, and she was really, she was really into hearing us sing along with her, which was fun. And then I wrote that she said at some point in the middle of heroin, she said, LA, are you ready to jump? And then I wrote the balcony is shaking, even though there were only like 10 people standing up. Like I looked behind me cause it like the balcony started yeah, yeah, to yeah. like shake, like people were jumping and I looked around and there were like literally only 10 people standing up. And I was like, Oh shit. If we had all stood and jumped on this balcony, I think it would have been bad. Oh my God. It's like that message that we got about how they could feel the balcony moving. Yeah. I'm glad everybody stayed in their seats. That would have freaked me out. 
Um, but anyway, we went from heroin to burn. Um, and this is an old song from 2014 off of the Full Moon EP. So this was another throwback I did not expect. Um, and it started with two, the two boys and then two girls came out. Um, and uh, yeah, we had like fire in with the live footage in the background um and i have that this is where she maybe the, okay this was the cheer. jumping yeah. okay um because this one is like kind of more edm like burn baby burn baby mm. burn and so like it's a real jumpy song um and this is when i noticed that her dress had embroidery on the slit because the video of her the feed of her in the background like gave us a close-up and we could see like her dress um, and she had, so like on the slit, there was like a red heart and then it said name and then a word that I couldn't make out. I, I, what I think my pencil writing is, I know the second word is right. I don't know the first one, but what I wrote in pencil is heart, Nana, Jacqueline. Oh, you is then, what it, the second word was Jacqueline. Mm -hmm. I thought it said that I thought the first word was name, like okay. the word name. That would be interesting if it was Nana Jacqueline. I, I don't know what it was, but yeah, the second word was for sure Jacqueline. And okay, it was like great. embroidered cursive along the yeah, hem yeah, yeah. of the dress. Mm -hmm. um, and then two boys, the two boys stayed to do Gashina. Um, and so that's how it opened. And then, of course, the girls joined like for the main part of the choreo. But it started with them being like the table for her to sit on. Um, and my, literally my only note for Gashina is, God damn it, she's so hot. <laughs> Mine is all caps. This is a moment because I yeah. was seeing Gashina in person and in I person. had a little like moment about it. Yeah, it was great. It was incredible. I was just like thinking back to like the first time I heard that song and I'm oh, what a what a yeah. great, oh, what a great show. Um, so then that was like the last song of the set list. And uh, I had my first note was like encore question mark because I wasn't sure if we were going to get one. And the crowd started chanting for one, like, encore, encore. Um, and we had, like, the good girl gone bad, like, in red letters on the screen. And we got a very short VCR, like, a new VCR that had, like, a short voiceover. And then it went straight into the tour title. And then all of the dancers came back out, and they were wearing black, like, big black T-shirts and little teeny shorts. I have to say something about this final VCR because there was a line in it that I wrote down. And then what I wrote down next to it is I hope I remember that because I like wrote it down and was like, wow. But one of the lines in this short VCR was a ripened wound smells like flowers. Ew. Right? <laughs> it's not me. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> no, it doesn't. <laughs> That's very funny. Um, but so we got the, like, typical tour tees. Um, everybody was matching. It seemed like literally all of the girls and boys were wearing, like, the same <laughs> size T-shirt. Yeah. And Sunmi had just, like, taken her dress off and thrown a T-shirt on over it. So she still had her thigh highs on and everything. Um, and they did, we, you can't sit with us. So, uh... Yeah, my only note is she's a dream. <laughs> but they did You Can't Say With Us. It was very fun. They did the full choreo. I loved every time she did the little, like, hip bump. It mm -hmm. seemed like she was doing it, like, very cheekily every time. Um, and then we got our final mint. That's my next note. Yes. 
Uh, so she thanked everybody. Uh, I wrote down that somebody threw a huge lesbian flag on the stage and she like held it up through her thanks. Um, and then she took the time to introduce, she started with the dance captain and then she introduced every single one of her dancers. She gave their names and then had them do a little bit of a solo. She would like say, this is so-and-so and she'd say, show them. <laughs> I love that she said that to each one, just show them and then made them do something, <laughs> some little thing. Um, did you write down all of the dancers' I names? I did write all of the dancers' names down. So first we met the dance captain. And apologies if these names are wrong. This was just what I was hearing somebody yeah, yeah, saying. Yeah. And she was trying to be very clear. But she did enunciate. But she, like, took a moment and then, like, over-enunciated the Everybody's names. names. But I think the dance captain's name is Chan Ju Hui. Then we met Shin Eun Kyung. And she did a pop and lock for mm -hmm. her thing. And then Kang Eunju, and at this moment, Sunmi had gotten a sign from someone in the audience that had this dancer's name on it in yes. like glittery Korean. So she handed it to her to do her little moment. Um, and then here's our Makne Hong Jiyun, and then uh, Sunmi got another sign from the crowd and like put it face down yes. for later. And the Makne <laughs> twerked and then did the wop, <laughs> which I thought was very funny. Uh, then we met the first boy, who I believe his name was Lee Chan. Mm -hmm, that's um, what I heard. And he did a little dance with like a flower, like a plastic flower in his mouth. Mm -hmm. And then it was Hot Boy's turn. His name is Chan Hyun Song. And if you don't know who like Hot Boy is, like he is Sunmi's main dancer. He was on that show, Singles Inferno, on Netflix, if you watched it. He's a and bodybuilder when he's not dancing for Sunmi, so his body is insane. Yeah, he does like underwear modeling yeah. and shit. And he's always really tan because he's a bodybuilder. Yes. So the crowd goes nuts for him, obviously, and the sign that Sunmi had saved for later was this small cardboard cutout bust of his like shirtless torso and then it had two buff arms on little brads so that you yeah. could like lift them and make him it was flex. like a little puppet it, it was, was so very funny. cute and then he did this like crazy flip B boy and, flip yeah and the maknae like pretended to throw her shoe at him um and then she had she took a picture with the crowd and she introduced her photo her, her photographer which is her brother um she was like he's the best photographer in the world and she held up the flags and the signs for the photo um and then i also saw i have a note that says she took a photo with a fan camera yes there was a point between because first we took a picture with the dancers then the dancers scurried away and Sonmi ran to the side and was like let's take a picture of just us but somebody in the front row had one of those insta x polaroids oh, okay. and she picked it up and took a selfie and then handed them their camera back and then she went out and she had the lesbian flag and someone had also given her an ace flag yes and she spread them out in front of her and then like posed yeah and, and took we a took picture. another picture mm -hmm. and i also had i don't know i didn't write it down in my notes but i noticed it when i was look re-watching all of the videos that i had taken and at some point in one of the songs because like i said she got really she stayed mostly on the edge of the stage and at one point she did take somebody's camera and like sang to it for a while oh right yeah and then gave it back um and she had the camera for a while yeah, so yeah, like yeah. i remember re-watching it and being like damn that's a like keepsake forever yeah. like having that video on your phone um, so she did an incredible job playing to the crowd the entire time. Like we said, it was just such a, like, Sunmi is someone I honestly never even thought about seeing live. Sure. Um, and just because I, I don't know, I didn't even think about it. And, and it was like, 
I don't know, it's like getting to see Hyanna live. Like right. it's just like a dream that I didn't dare to dream. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So, so getting the opportunity to not only see her but be invited, be, be there as a guest of the of of Abyss was incredible. So, on, like, I so honored, I'm honored, honored and grateful. Um, and it's like an evening I'll never forget. That was so incredible. And if she ever comes back for a third world tour, I will definitely be there. Yes. For sure. And you all should as well. Yeah. Because, because it was a great show. And I do know that a couple of y'all based on just skimming discord that like some people did go to other tour stops. And I know we didn't ask Mm-hmm. for your opinions because there was a part of me that was afraid this was all going to collapse <laughs> and I like did not want to like be like we're going yeah. to send me and then get turned away at the door so sorry yeah, that yeah, we yeah. didn't collect anybody else's concert uh recaps but I'm but sure they had a good time like we did and if you're hearing this now and you want to tell us all about your concert experience send us an email yeah shoot us a voicemail maybe we'll put it into like one of our you know random random episodes um, because we have a lot to catch up on aside from aside from all our concert <laughs> recaps lately. Um, so we, we would, of course, love to hear from you if you also got to see another stop of this tour. Um, it was great. It was, it was an so incredible great. time. It was wonderful. Yeah. And yeah, it was short and sweet. And but it was, I, but that was, but it was like a 20 song set list. Oh yeah. She and like she did a ton. And, and she did all the hits. Like I honestly, I, I don't, I didn't have any expectations for this show, but like literally got to see every single Sun Me song I own. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. what? That was amazing. Yeah. 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 Like that was great. Yeah. All the major title tracks that she's been releasing lately. My favorite B sides, like, a few unexpected throwbacks. Like it was just magical. Like this may be my favorite set list of any show we've seen. Yeah. Um, like I, I feel like I can pretty confidently say that. Yeah. Cause it was, I mean, it was perfect. Yeah. Box yeah from it, start to it finish. was just interesting to realize when you're watching only one person, how much time of say a group's concert mm-hmm. is spent on like little solo or unit stages or half the group talks well, half changes their clothes and like that kind of time fillery stuff that like isn't mm. present when there's only one person yeah. performing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was, oh, it was so good. And I'm just so grateful. So thank you, yeah. Abyss, for inviting us. It was so, yeah. it was so fun. And thank you, Sunmi, for a perfect show. You put so much detail into, or so much effort into every single detail and it really, really showed. It was flawless. Oh, love it. And with that, we'll be right back with a random game. All right, we are back. And the random number generator gave us another solo artist. Someone who is close personal friends with Sunmi, her little JYP Dongseng. And that is Bam Bam from GOT7. Yeah. Uh, so Bam Bam, he's a Thai rapper and singer that, like I said, member of got seven but recently made a solo debut um he with abyss it looks like oh so now they're still company yes. label a company for buddies mm. cute i know that sunmi <laughs> came to his music video set for his debut for ribbon his debut music video so because like in the behind like she's there and he's like why isn't J- jb here and she was like i don't know because i'm a better older sibling than he is <laughs> Um, but Bam Bam's name is 
from the Flintstones. That's where he gets it. That's where the nickname comes from. Um, and I just read, I think that this is cute, but he got into K-pop because his mom was a really big fan of Rain and took him to a lot of concerts. And so that's what got him interested in singing and dancing. He was part of a dance crew with Lisa Blackpink in Thailand. Um, and that's like from there is where he got discovered and eventually uh, cast with JYP. Um, he did return in... 2018 to Thailand for the military draft, but he was exempted from serving due to volunteer and red card recruit red card recruit quota being reached. Yeah, in his he didn't region. have so to he pull did not a card have to serve. <laughs> um, but he is very, very, very popular in Thailand. Um, he is considered to have a great influence um, in Thailand. Um, he has like eight different brand endorsements um, and his Twitter is like constantly Thailand's most mentioned um, entertainment account. So he's a big deal um, in both his home country and South Korea. Uh, he made his solo debut with the video we're going to watch. It is an EP called Ribbon, which was released on June 15th, 2021. And he released a sol uh, follow-up uh, called B on January 18th, 2022. And both EPs made it to the top five. Yes. Um, and yeah, we did a deep dive on his group, God Seven. If you want to know more about God Seven, there's a whole thing there. Mm -hmm. Um, and Bam Bam's rapper tag that he introduces himself with is Double B. Double B. And he also is known for saying the phrase skirt, skirt a lot. Yes. Skirt, skirt. That's his thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He even has a song called skirt skirt because that's what he says he's a funny boy <laughs> um and he has a lot of like writing credits and like 34 he's been featured of on them different i things. just counted yeah, he has a ton um so he's been like very and i also read that he like before doing a solo debut like released a lot of like self-directed self-filmed like little videos like of got seven or like for fan like as fan gifts and stuff so He's been pretty active in producing content, like, even when he was in GOT7 as well. Yeah. Or, like, even before he debuted as a soloist. I think he's also an idol who has, like, one of the strongest glow-ups. Because Absolutely. he, like, looked like such a little, little boy when GOT7 debuted. Mm -hmm. Like, he truly had such a little child face. And yeah. then he just, like, shot up and was taller than all of them and has, like, oh, these cheekbones. Like cheekbones. And, like, and he just became this, like, little fashion twig like now he's so like he's just so high fashion and i love like in this one he doesn't have his like super 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 short blonde hair but i loved it when he had his super super short blonde hair yeah. that was a good look so we're gonna watch his debut solo music video ribbon if you want to watch it with us just pull it up and press play when i say go three two one go all right, so we have Bam Bam in a flowered printed suit laying on a black floor with flowers all around him and a flower in his mouth. And he's got like little pastel like chunks in his hair mm -hmm. of like pink and the hair is white, but it has like little blue tinges. Yes, kind too. of like cotton candy hues. Oh, and now he's Ooh, in a chunky big, knit sweater. Chunky I pink love sweater it. with no shirt on underneath. And there's also a set of him in the suit in a black box doing the choreo. And then the other set where he's wearing the 
chunky sweater, he's like on a bunch of little boxes that say like, I don't know if they say Bam Bam or Ribbon on it. Oh, that's the same outfit as Timine from Advice. Oh, that, yes, that the plaid the with plaid the like spiky. tufts on yeah, yeah, yeah. it. And the little shorts. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. He doesn't have the matching beret look, no, though. No, he does not. <laughs> we have a bunch of different sets. Like here, he's dancing with a bunch of dancers. No one is in like a matching outfit. They almost look like they're going to prom. I was going to say this looks like the High School Musical 3 prom mm-hmm. song part where everybody's dancing in their little formal, their short versions of formal yeah. wear. Two oh, Bam Bams so, playing chess. There's so much fashion in this. Yeah. It's crazy. Look at that ruffly Ooh, shirt. I, I like this watercolored Louis Vuitton yeah, one. I love that suit. It's so With cool. With the like, it looks like it got wet and all of the logos mm-hmm. are like melting. Yeah. And so now he and his dancers are like chess pieces for a much larger Bam Bam. Oh, one of the dancers is wearing like a little horse costume. Look. <laughs> Oh, and he Ooh, flies into the, the sky. sky. Ooh, look at that suit. It has a big old bow on the shoulder. My little fashion boy. That looks He's like so it's one piece. It does look like it's one piece. I love it. Mm-hmm. All the Bam Bam boxes are flying yeah. to the up to the, the heavens. Candy, cotton, cotton candy colored sky. Oh no, he's falling. Falling through the clouds. And he lands in a room filled with these little boxes. Ooh, fancy footworks there. Yeah. There was the skirt, skirt. Another skirt, skirt. I love that it's sung so delicately. I know we joked about that when this song came out, but I love it. And this, like little sleeveless like With lavender his, and just like barefoot in the room he looks so cute here like a little kid with all out. of his all of his boxes and the boxes are filled with flowers oh he's so cute cute yay i really 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 liked this release the choreo was super fun um, oh, and then we, it keeps There's going. Credits. We've got credits. So now we just have Bam Bam in all his outfits uh, in different sets. This looks like bloopers, sort of, because he's like laughing at the camera or falling over. This is cute. Oh my God. Oh my God. Stop Look at how it. cute he is. <laughs> he keeps like talking to the people behind the camera and like giggling. Apologizing and giggling. Oh, These boxes remind me of like the Grand Budapest Hotel. Oh yeah. The, that Wes Anderson mm-hmm. movie. Oh, what is he eating? The I think flower. he just ate a flower petal. <laughs> Yay. So cute. Um, there's a ton of really great versions of the choreo the relay dance and a suit dance and all of those things and i recommend i highly recommend those because they're they're all good fun um and he's a great great dancer um and that song was just very upbeat yeah good release all right well bam bam 
Weekly recommendation time. Do you have something to recommend this week? I mean, I don't know if you've never seen... If you've never seen the music video for Tail, like, please fucking watch it. I know I lost my mind when that came out, but, like, it's the only place where you can see, like, the unedited glory of her insanely slutty one pieces and, like, actually sitting on Hot Boy. So please watch that if you haven't already. Um, But I feel like my main recommendation was just going to be for the song childhood by Sunmi. This is the song that she sang sitting on the edge of the stage and it's the B side off of heartburn. And I think it's just a really different style and a different sound for Sunmi. It's like, it's very laid back. I think Heartburn was a really different release for her um, because, like, before that, you know, You Can't Sit With Us, Pura Pipam, La La Le, even Siren, those are really, like, high-energy songs. And Heartburn is much more, like, low... Not low energy because it's not a ballad, but, like, it's just way more chill and, like, calm and, like, plinky. And Childhood is a really, really beautiful... Like, it just kind of makes you want to, like, drive, like, through a windy pretty day and I I love that song I think it's really really pretty good choice um okay I'm going to use my recommendation time to talk about another world tour Mm. that was announced today and I know that we have so many listeners in Europe and you guys get ignored and passed over by the k-pop tours a lot so I was really excited when I saw this and I wanted to shout it out on the show. But our baby blitzers are going on a 12-city <gasps> European tour. Oh, my God, blitzers! In October. So if you live anywhere near Milan, Zurich, Paris, Amsterdam, Brussels, Hamburg, Cologne, Frankfurt, Berlin, Prague, Vienna, or Munich. You can see Blitzers in October, and I really think you should go see them. You should. They're good and sweet, and you should tell them that you heard them on our podcast, and I just want to spread the AMAK love in Europe with our Blitzers. Shout out, Blitzers. Uh, They were a fantastic show, super high energy. Their music is really fun. They are incredible dancers. Shout out Blitzers. Go see them. Yeah. So I just wanted to say that because I know that there are so many people in Europe who listen to this. So go see Blitzers. Yeah, do it. Um, I love that. I love that for them. And I love that for y'all. If you get a chance to see them, they're a good time. They're a good time. That is all for this week. If you would like to get in contact with us, we can be found at Pod on Twitter and Instagram, amakpoppod at gmail.com for emails, 181-AMAKpop5. You can send us texts or voicemails to that number. P.O. Box 26096, Los Angeles, California 90026 for regular old mail. Patreon.com slash Pod. You can join and support the show and get extra episodes. Linktree slash Pop will take you to our Spotify, our YouTube channel. You can join our Discord, hang out with other listeners. And those are all the places to find us. And next week, it's, you know what time of year it is. Mm -hmm. It's time to support girl groups in 2022. So get ready, y'all. And we will see you then. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Jonghyun, you're our inspiration. 